What up, fam? On this episode of the Snapback Sports Pod, we discuss the new Snapback Kitchen. Stay tuned on details for that. Hockey has had 72 hours. Here are our thoughts on if we've loved or hated that. No Aaron Rodgers update, but the MLB may in fact be dead. In the second half of the pod, we discuss in detail the second half or second third of the NBA regular season. Snapback fam, new app. The Baltimore Let's get Ravens it. select... Lamar Jackson. I'm a rave. He's on. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! He broke his ankles! A play! Oh! Blocked by James! Auburn's gonna win the football game! Auburn's gonna win the football game! For the Philadelphia Eagles, the long drought is over. Bryant put the jumper. He What's up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Settleman. Joining me today, and as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Grano. Sworn enemy. Sworn enemy. Facts. 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 Sworn enemy, as we've... Someone went on the internet, wanted... Why are, why are every podcast two best friends? Like, I want two bitches that yell at each other the entire time. Well, whoever tweeted that, this is that podcast. I know Jack every time is like, oh, best friend, best friend. No. We fucking hate each other. That's what we do. But even though I do hate your guts, I need to bring something up with you because deep down, obviously, you're my boy and I'm looking out for you. You have been posting in the last mm, 72 hours, let's call it. Maybe, I don't know what four days and hours is, 196 hours. There you go. Quick math. (laughs) Uh, In the last 96 hours, you have been posting a ton of... Of hockey content, mm. which only means one singular thing. Why is Jack looking at hockey? Jack, stop fucking betting on regular season hockey. All right, time out. There, there is a direct. There is a direct. No, 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 no. There is a direct correlation. That's incorrect. Between the no, it's not. There is a direct correlation between the amount of money that you wager on hockey. To the amount of posts that, that I posted is incorrect. on the snap. That's not. Were, you never post hockey. And I, Jack, I post. I watch every single post on your that. page. Every single one. And I also am in a bunch of texting groups with you where you communicate what you're betting on, what what you're watching at the but, time. <laughs> and no, 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 no. And it, it's, listen, dude, it's not me making this shit up. It's data. No. It's literally data. We discussed this on last episodes podcasts there's only hockey right now there's nothing else besides that and college basketball so i have to fill the posting cadence with something and so i'm giving hockey people are enjoying the hockey content with that being said there is a direct correlation <laughs> between incorrect. the amount of hockey you that bet on and incorrect. the amount of hockey you post no i jack how much jack out of all of the bets that you've placed in the last 96 hours What percentage of them are NHL? I've placed three wagers in the last 96 hours. Two of them were hockey bets. Both were just last night. One was because our cap, cap, cap. What do you mean? You had some bullshit on Monday night with Eagleson and Oh, Yeah, Eagleson for underdog. But that's because Eagleson thought he was going to give me a winner. It was a loser um because the leafs can't even score. you were referring to hockey teams not even the capitals other hockey teams and texting groups as we like can we get a goal well i mean one of my buddies suggested the panthers they blew a two-goal lead at home to a team on a four-game losing streak but the fam gave me the blue jackets for the upset of the night abe they won last night in overtime plus 220 i mean you don't find plus 220 winners everywhere. So I, of course, thanked the fam and said, look, you guys claim you know hockey. Let's hear what you're on tonight. So I was th- going to say, let's, this is the way if I can tell that you have a problem. Did you look at the NHL odds this morning prior to having breakfast? I didn't. I cap, just cap, used- cap, 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 cap. <laughs> I just used. I, I know how this works. Dude. I wrote the when post. you when you were initially. I used to no. during the heart of COVID. You have it no, no, wrong. No, 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 you no. Have it no wrong. I don't, Jack. I'm coming from personal experience. During the heart of COVID, I was betting on a shit ton of Russian ping pong. I see, Jack. That's I, not no, me. no, no. I would. I would exactly. But this is you in hockey form. This is. I would wake up in the morning, turn over, and say, "What Russian hockey?" That's match not plays 
that's the not, earliest that's day. not me no it is that's it's fine. not me i placed two the first step is denial i placed two fifty dollar hockey bets sue me one hit i'm up i'm sorry so today i wrote all right you beautiful people Give me the upset of the Give night. Me, no. Now. That's what you wrote. It, that's what you typed out. But in your head, it was like, all right, fam, I need my fix. What do we got? Yes. And and look, I may be going a little over the top because I, I wrote also throw in a goal scorer from that team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm posting content. No, I just need right. advice because I'm desperate to gamble on something. All right. You know what we're going to do? We're going to save this for the end. And Eagleson can actually give us some context. I, we're quickly learning Eagleson's terrible at gambling, which is okay because he yes. just turned 18 like two days ago. But he wants to learn, and he can help us out. But I do have over 450 responses with upsets and goal scores. So we'll siphle through that data, data at the end of the pod. In the meantime. I think for tomorrow's post, you guys have to say, you have to say, hey, fam, I eat breakfast at 10 a.m. Please have your upsets and goal stores <laughs> prior to them. You're a sicko. You're the sicko. <laughs> but, uh, you're, you're calling me a sicko. You're betting on regular season NHL hockey. There's money to be made. I'm a man for that. Um, funnier sicko story. I, you know, I'm on the Twitter sphere earlier today, and they post. Someone posted like the Lamar versus Deshaun Watson Clemson Louisville game that was like epic, 50 points on each side being scored, and was like, how could anyone have watched this game and drafted Mitchell Trubisky? Which is a very fair comment. So I went a little dumpster diving, aka through the replies. And I have a new. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Mitchell Trubisky's played in the same amount of uh, divisional football games that Lamar Jackson has. So incorrect, unfortunately. Two, mm. two to one. But I'm glad you bring that up because something. That... No, I said divisional. I said divisional yeah, round. You played in two divisional games. Oh, you had a bye, didn't you? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So he's played in more wild cards. Um. No, I guess that would be the same. I think he's 0-1. Or, no, did he win a playoff game? Double doink, we beat him. Was that his only game? I thought that was his only game, unless they won a game prior. Eagleson, find that data. Anyways, I was cracking up because this sicko wrote, like, someone was like, yeah, Watson and Lamar so much better. And this guy's like, well, explain to me how Mitch Trubisky has more playoff wins than Lamar Jackson and Deshaun Watson didn't even play this year. And Watson aside, in my head, I'm like, huh? And the first reply is like, please don't tell me you're counting this man sitting on the bench this year for Josh Allen as playoff wins. It's experience. It's experience. So it's experience. In case we ever need that, Abe, we can definitely utilize that against our least favorite quarterbacks. I like Mitch. That was crazy. Um, All right. So you watch all all the posts. You see that we've got new updates on Snapback Kitchen, which I think is going to be the official name. Now, everything's still in its beta form. I was going to say shit. Like, there's so many directions you can go for this, and you just chose the most vanilla one. Well, so the Snapback Kitchen is just going to be the overall branding. From there, that's where we get to have some fun. So, for example, we can name meals after players or memes or jokes. We can create different combinations. Ooh, barbecue chicken platter should be the Michael Porter Jr. special. Exactly. So that's where we're going to have a lot of fun with this stuff. We're also going to do if you buy a meal or if you order from the restaurant throughout the NBA playoffs, you'll be entered into a raffle to actually go to an NBA finals game. Fun shit like that. So, um I did be- see, I did see strictly to start chicken tenders and mac and cheese. Yeah. So chicken. So t- snapback fam supports high cholesterol. So chicken and mac and cheese will be like the two core elements from there. What that could become chicken tenders with all different types of sauces, buffalo, barbecue, honey mustard. We can create our own custom sauces, which could be fun. Get you in the lab a little R&D. We're going to have an in-person R&D session, so you're going to have to make your way out. Did you just invite a bunch of people out to dinner? Uh, No, it's actually in the Ghost Kitchen's R&D. I won't be cooking. You won't be cooking, that's for sure. Cool. Um, So we'll have that. You can also have chicken tender sandwiches. You could do mac and cheese bowls with chicken tenders in them. We're also going to do grilled well, chicken. I had it first. We're going to do grilled chicken as well. 
I was um, gonna say, not a fan of the gains. And then, and then we're thinking specialty ones. So like fried mac and cheese bites. We're thinking chicken and French toast, like a little variation from chicken and waffle. I don't know. Try it. I've, out. Fun fact: I've never had chicken and. And that's not to say I'm against yeah, it. I've yeah. never eaten chicken and waffles before. So it kind of everyone stands by it. It's great, and I'm not denying that. Just like it always kind of bugged me out, and I never have ordered it. Even though you can imagine how good it is, like oh, I'm not, yeah. I'm not denying. I'm not yeah. that asshole like I am with like a show like Game of Thrones, where or at this like, point I just put my foot down. Or like pickles on a pizza, like not like that. We're not, we're not giving that attention, we're and that will not be on the attention. menu. So I'm throwing this out to the audience, throwing it out to you because I want you guys to be a big part <laughs> of the process, obviously. And we're flexible, and we can add down the line. We can move into burgers. We can move into other items. I was gonna say, okay. I'm your friend to give you constructive criticism. Like, I'm not going to sugarcoat things for you. As someone who's well-versed in food, right? this is a delivery service, correct? Correct. There are certain foods out there that are fantastic to order at a restaurant. Calamari, French onion soup, amongst many others. However... Some of those foods are fantastic in the restaurant, yeah. but they don't travel well, meaning they dry out. The The fry gets like soggy and everything. Chicken tenders is one of those foods mm. where it's great when you're at the restaurant because it's fresh, but it becomes a little cold. The breading doesn't become as crisp. That's all. I just don't think that you really considered all aspects. Well, we consider. So what what food does travel well, in your opinion? Like a, like you're talking like a bar food type thing? No, just in general, like what type of food travels well? I think wings travel well. I mean, you could make the same. Wings and chicken tenders are like fairly no, similar. No, the one's fried, one's like breaded. It, it's right. different. It's different. Wings travel well. Nachos do not travel well, Terrible. obviously. Uh, calamari does not travel well. Um, like pizza sometimes travels well if it's if it's the official but like you uber eats that and sometimes it's cold by the time it gets there it's floppy yeah yeah there's a little there's a lot to there's different size of arguments for all food but i just want you to be careful when you're picking new menu items does this travel well because you're not going to be able to go into a snapback kitchen and pick this food up or eat it in-house you need to take all of that into consideration you're lucky to have such a wise food mind at your disposal as you do me right. as long as you pay me my rate right and we've put aside marketing budget for you and other costs. glizzies glizzies travel well i'm sure i know that's the thing you can't start with hot dogs because like the general population doesn't con- like when i ordered a hot dog the other night i posted my instagram story i have multiple people respond I've never had a hot dog not at a barbecue or not in a stadium, which goes that's to show. Your, that's your loss. Right. It's absolutely your sorry, loss. Sorry to hear. <laughs> but, like, it is fair. I don't see a lot of people just ordering hot dog, papaya dogs, you know, from Uber Eats and Grubhub. Yeah. But have they had the opportunity? That's I don't know true. where you can order a hot dog, like, just randomly. That's true. Well, that was another market. reason why we, we landed on this as our starting point. A lot of data shows chicken tenders slash chicken. And then actually mac and cheese is like a huge category that people are always requesting. So there's a lot of different combos. They go great together. It kind of fits like stuff I like. One of the things we want to get towards is like stadium foods almost like capturing right. some of the stuff we've got in the stadiums, those cool creations and replicating them. But this is just phase one. I mean, we're going to do fun shit with it. So I'm excited to have you on board. Uh, I'll I'll bring you on as an official advisor, potentially. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Yeah, you can contact my people. I, I will. have people. Uh, 72 hours of hockey. So you were making fun of me that I'm posting all this hockey stuff, but it was the only content on the web. So it was really. You don't the- follow the right people. It's really the, I mean, look, there was stuff in between, but when in the live window where traditionally we hang out, that's the stuff that was going on. And eh, like not that great of a sport. No, nah, it's just like the storylines. Like I was trying to get into them a little, uh, number 22 scored on two, 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 two. That was fun for like half a second. Panthers blew a big lead. It's funny when the Leafs lose, but like, Nothing huge. So, unfortunately, it's probably a stock down for hockey. 
I mean, listen, 72 hours of hockey is about 71 hours and 59 minutes on a weekly basis. Too much hockey. <laughs> you know how we do hockey on this podcast. Um, I've thoroughly been enjoying my time off without sports. I watched the Kanye documentary. Absolutely sick. I'm very much against Kanye in 2022. He's just like annoying, but I grew up loving him. And this documentary is fucking awesome. Absolutely awesome. Just all live footage. Um, I've been reading a little bit. I think I'm becoming like a good person. I think this James Harden stuff is really, uh, I did have a moment in time yesterday where I watched Willie Cauley Stein highlights on YouTube for 10 minutes because the Sixers signed him to a 10 day contract. So that was a little bit of a low point, but Hey, what's a lower point? People may argue watching regular season hockey and betting on it is lower than watching Willie Cauley Stein highlights on YouTube. Willie Cauley Stein highlights is about as low as we can go. Mm, I don't know. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see if any of the the goal scorers or upsets happen tonight and we'll see how you feel. (laughs) You also said you were going to get Derek favor. So how do you feel about Willie Cauley Stein? It's a 10 day. I don't know if he's the official buyout guy, but, um, he has neck tattoos. I've been on the record to say you don't fuck with someone who has neck tattoos. You never do. So from an intimidation standpoint, I like it. Can he catch, dunk, and roll to the basket? I don't know. I didn't get enough data in my 10 minutes of YouTube highlights uh, because, as you can imagine, Willie Cauley-Stein didn't play that much everywhere he's been. But it doesn't matter, man. We've got James and Joel. I don't care about anything else. J&J, one shot. You know the deal. Speaking of uh, shots, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers goes on the Pat McAfee show. He he thanks the whole organization. He thanks his ex-fiance. He's like his Tuesday spot with McAfee. What a, that's Okay, let's stop there. What a weird move to publicly thank your ex on a social media platform. He was coming off like a 12-day cleanse. Like, I don't really understand this guy. He's an interesting one. He's so fucking annoying. <laughs> but at the same at the same time, like, do I respect him for waking up on Tuesday morning and saying, you know what? Let's fuck with the whole world for a little bit. Yeah, that I do respect do. That. that. we do. We do respect that. But when it comes from you, you meaning Aaron Rodgers... It gets old and annoying. And I texted you. I was like, when he posted that Instagram, we woke up and he's going on the McAfee show. I was like, is he about to announce he's leaving the Packers or is he just being annoying? And you said both, which is true. And then he gets on the show and 135,000 people are live watching the show. And then within the first five minutes, he goes, yeah, I'm not announcing my future, blah, 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 blah. And like 40,000 people drop, <laughs> including myself, drop from the chat. As if you wouldn't have seen the what he said like eight minutes Yeah, later. as if people weren't live tweeting the stream. I was like, you know what? I'm working. I have a, this extra screen. I never watched Pat McAfee show. Yeah. Let me throw it on. Pat's great. Up. Pat's really, he's incredible. Um, yeah, you know what bugs me out? That he stands. Stands, the sleeveless, like it's all part of his brand. Um, he's like a, is he like a, like, the other Manning brother to the Pauls. Even though he's successful, people just like, he gives me Jake Logan Paul vibes. Really? Maybe I mean, he that's does the WWE white, blonde. Thing. He knows the head. He knows the headlines. Like he's good at that, but he, he hasn't like ruined his rep and his brand. Like a lot of those guys, you know, like Logan and Jake will go to the extremes for, a like, I guess Logan and Jake have way more haters percentage wise to their total following then pat's probably the most beloved of really yeah yeah i don't think so he was a barstool guy yeah but he's definitely he's also lost that kind of touch with them and made his own thing so no aaron Rodgers update for you and no update from the mlb i mean you joked actually you were probably pretty serious about it when you said this during COVID that the mlb is gonna die like if if they just said oh we didn't come to an agreement no MLB season this year would that like shock you and would anyone give a fuck? Yeah, it would shock me, for the sole reason that there's millions of dollars on the table and like billions, that's billions, billions, billions of you never know it's MLB, um, billions of dollars on the table and at the end of the day like 
you would think that billionaire owners don't necessarily care about how much money they're bringing in. They just want to bring in something and maybe they'll give in to some of these asks that the players are asking for. But then again, you would think that that would have happened by now. So like out of all sports, it seems like MLB owners are the most, the biggest group of owners that don't give a fuck about their sport. And I respect that as well. Like if you're money driven and don't give a shit about, I guess your employees, like you're an asshole but respect for standing on a stand on a tree that everyone wants to throw tomatoes at you for. Um, would anyone give a crap? I, I, I want to say no. And I think the general consensus, if you asked people right now was no, but when we move to June, July, August, there is a large group of the MLB diehards will all will always care, of right? Course. They want their baseball. But there is a group of MLB casuals, and I'm not even considering myself a casual. A casual is someone that'll turn on Sunday Night Baseball because it's on TV. I'll only turn it on if it's the Phillies. And even then, I'm not totally sure I'm going to turn it on. But there's a group of casuals that are like their whole summer. Like, they don't give a shit about golf. They don't give a shit about tennis. Like, baseball is their summer. So I do think people will care. But... (laughs) It won't make nearly as much of a splash as if the NBA or NFL right. stopped, which yeah. is which is obvious because of where they rank in the power rankings. But I listen. I predicted two years ago half is a joke, half serious, because that's what I do. Because if I'm wrong, I can say it was a joke, and if I'm right, I can say it was serious. It's just being smart, smart journalism. I predicted like two years ago that the MLB would cease to exist. I'm on to something. <laughs> it's not far off. It's I'm on to something. Like, if they can't come to an agreement, it's such a weird leveraging. Like, I don't even know what they're fighting about. They say they're not close on anything. They have, like, a week to prevent a lockout and a season suspension. They're locked out right now. To prevent whatever, the season not starting on time. I would almost 0.0. I will zero. There's no way they're getting anything done based off of the two tweets I've seen of this shit over the last few weeks. Did you just 0.00 chance there being an MLB season this year? No, no, no. It's starting on time. Oh, that's already confirmed. No, it's not. They could still start on. It's just spring training's delayed. Uh, yeah. So what? It's supposed to start like probably April. in five weeks. Yeah. For four and a half weeks. Um, yeah. I mean, listen, I'd be lying if I told you I had notifications on for Jeff Passan. <laughs> <laughs> and I was sitting Speaking on pin- of that, though, since I, you know, we know how good I am, how well sourced I am, I was thinking about entering the baseball diamond. And I'm curious your thoughts. We have to consult a third party for that. It could be fun to fuck around with the baseball community just because they're like, the people that get bullied the most. but it, Right, but it's also an opportunity to where there aren't many sources on this, so people might actually be open to me getting into the MLB game. I agree. I think at some point you have to make a professional headshot. Okay. You, you need a late, the next step. I think you need to suck it up and throw a tie on. Mm, that uh, might be where you draw the line. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, I... Once Murray plays in the month of March, I'm good. Like I'm Let's talk about I, that Jamal Murray tweet from last night. Yeah. You are I am so proud of you, man. <laughs> you are mastering this big M Twitter personality. Ever since you got the blue check, you have been perfection in every single one of your tweets. Thank and you. why do I say that? Nobody on Twitter right now with a blue check mark is using as many words as Jack to say as little as possible. <laughs> it is so imp- you're doing what I do with the MLB. You're covering all your grounds, <laughs> all your no bases matter- by the way. You missed that one. All your yeah, good one. <laughs> um so it's like last night. I don't know your exact word of your tweet. You can bring it up while I'm saying this. This is actual as- information I received though. Correct, Jack. But if you were if we're in middle school and there's a book assignment and you're like, fuck that, I'm not reading that book. And that book is your tweet. And you're like, you know what? I'll read the spark notes. The spark notes to that tweet are the following. <laughs> Jamal Murray may play in a month. He also may not. End tweet. <laughs> That's exactly what you tweeted. 
It's Am true, I wrong? Though. No, it's true, though. You, you, you're right. You're right. You are totally right, Jack. You know what? Shaquille O'Neal may play for the Lakers in the next month. See, that's he also, not, that's he, he not also true. may not. That's not true. At least he I haven't also heard that. May At not. least I haven't heard that. He also may not. I'm just telling you what you I are heard. going to. You are going to be right, no matter what. But he is going to play in the month of March, unless he doesn't feel like he's ready. <laughs> <laughs> unless he doesn't. Unless he and doesn't. That, he and that's play. why you're doing this perfectly. You Thank are you. just. Using your check mark to get people talking. But to reality, be clear, like I have had sources on all these tweets. Sure, Jack. <laughs> some are below my waist, some are in my DMs. It just depends what a source is. I mean Nobody's just... asked you who's your source. Well, many have, but you can't reveal your sources. That that loses trust. Right. Exactly. That loses trust. But you have just you did the same thing with Harden. The same no, exact no. Harden was good. Harden was that was good intel. You tweeted they're talking. Yep. Something might happen or it might not. No, It'll, but I was ahead on it, the vaccine and you stuff, said, on the mask mandate stuff. And you said if it does happen, it'll happen before the trade deadline. But cl- but closer to the deadline. <laughs> so you went on a, out on a limb a little bit. You right. covered yourself for like Okay, as long as as long as it didn't happen within the, in the hour, next three was, hours, yeah, was, I'm straight. <laughs> and it didn't, and we're good. You need to you need to write de- like little definitions and and footnotes at the bottom of your tweets, like down to the wire means anytime after the, I send this tweet. Right, right. So the biggest why I'm kind of upset with the Murray stuff, which once again is highly valuable information that I received from a valuable source is like, I, I feel like I now almost have like, I'm still in this prove it phase where people are like, is this for real? Like guys, yes, I'm very well sourced, but now do I have to wait till he plays? Jamal Murray is set to return in the month of March. The team wants Murray to feel comfortable and not rushing the return. See, that's where you fucked up, too. That like, kind of doesn't make sense, that sentence. You got to, like, have grammar check. No, no, it makes sense. The team wants Murray to feel comfortable in not rushing the return, but the medical staff is ready to clear him in his timetable. In this timetable. In this timetable. Yeah, you just said he might play or he might not. Which is true. Which is true, Jack. Which is true. And you're getting the interactions. I, I did get the interactions. But to answer my question, do I need to wait? Or can I come? Like, I'm feeling the dopamine. It's firing. Like, I want to be more resourceful here, more sourceful. Like, do I enter the MLB game? Do I wait till Murray plays in March? Like, what's the vibe? I think you should enter the MLB game just to push your luck. Because if you lose out on the MLB things and you're just people call you out for being a bullshitter. Yeah. You're losing MLB. Right. Who cares? No, but there's still a, there's still a proof. Like, it's, 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 there's a prove it model, but like there's also a delete tweet button. That's true. There's also a delete tweet button. So it's like you're only like, like if you if you're miss on this Murray st- stuff, you're gonna miss out. You're gonna piss well, I off. Can't miss on the Murray stuff. Can't miss on the Murray stuff. I can't say if you miss on anything because you <laughs> haven't been able to miss yet. Um, but if you miss on the MLB stuff, one, you can hit delete tweet and nobody can say shit. It's just I don't, what are you talking about? Right. Two pissing off a very small group of people mm-hmm. there's not minimal crossover there's minimal crossover into who trusts nba sources and who trusts mlb sources right but i could become the the source guy across the leagues like you have to be plugged yeah are you plugged like that i have been so far are you plugged like that you're I'll definitely look, not plugged in mlb i'll look into my sources all right, we're going to take a quick break. After the break, NBA is coming back. Thank the Lord. Zion, JJ Redick, Sixers. I don't know. We'll see what we talk about. We'll be right back. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, fam, we are back. 
So is the NBA. Thank the Lord, because we do not need any more hockey, Eagleson. You heard? Except we will need some picks later. <laughs> JJ Reddick goes on first take, which, by the way, is he like a permanent host right now? What's his deal? Um, not. For, I think he's a weekly, but he'll probably be on the 3 a.m. shift soon enough because yeah. of the way that he challenges all of the stars at ESPN. He's like he makes far too much sense mm-hmm. and talks with way much way too much rationale for and experience ESPN and experience and is argumentative enough for ESPN to keep him on a regular time spot. Like you can't have somebody shitting on Stephen A nope. for that long every single day. So for the time being, JJ Reddick is one doing a fantastic job. Two uh, host here and there on different shows during the day in the morning and three will be working the graveyard shift in about a month <laughs> well his first comment was on uh cj mccullum apparently came out and said zion hasn't reached out to him personally which is interesting like why wouldn't cj reach out to zion it was like one of those things where like phone works both ways like if you really wanted zion's number probably mm. It's definitely more on. Right, so first 21, off, one though, like he's not the leader of the team. He's not around the team. He's the face know. of the franchise. Is he? He's not in the. He's not in the season ticket plan. Email. Okay, exactly. Well, okay. First off, he's going to be since that. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, since that's been reported, it's come out and say Zion reached out to CJ after JJ called him out on his bullshit, and then Zion went to go post Pelican highlights that night. So good. Zion just took the L and said, "Yup, JJ was right because after all, JJ was Zion's teammate and was speaking from experience and not just pulling shit out of his ass." But I, you know what? I think it it's not a phone goes both way things. It's like if forget the NBA, forget basketball, like. You start in well, not you because you've been unemployed your whole life. If I were to start a a new job, right? Like, do I reach out to people at the company and say like random people that have no idea who I am and say, "Look, I'm so excited <laughs> to work with you." Hey, time out, time out, time out. I know that the team knows who CJ is. Yeah, that's not quite how it works. If you but think about it, if you were a, a big hire at a company, for you to reach out to a younger associate i think that is a plan of action it yeah but don't say younger because i know you're using physical age as a thing but in terms of status within the organization zion isn't youngest but that's the thing zion doesn't have any status at the current moment like they're it feels very Kawhi spursy like where there's smoke there's fire he wants now it's a question of like is he actually this out of shape or does he hate New Orleans that much? And I can't figure that out. I think you saw Cam and RJ team up. I think that's just what it comes to. I mean, everyone's saying, like, Zion. Like, this Ben Simmons shit is, like, changing the league forever. Like, in the next CBA talks, they're going to put something in. Like, if you're a max player, like, you have to stay with the team for two years or something. But the whole Zion doesn't want to be there thing is irrelevant. Right. I mean, I get that no matter because of Ben Simmons, if you sign a four year deal and a four year extension, like you can still get out of there if you are the right talent and have the right agent who's married to Adele or whatever. But so like RJ, I mean, Zion technically can't choose to go anywhere on his own because they own his bird rights. They can match any salaries, restricted free agent. He can choose not to sign the max. But when he goes to sign a max with another team, New Orleans can match it and say, nope, you're here to stay. In which case, he could pull a Ben Simmons and be like, that's fine, but I'm not going to play for you guys. So th- I didn't really think much about the whole CJ Zion thing. The season ticket thing is weird. Weird, dude. You put in Jonas Valanciunas? That means like you literally don't feel like you have the right to sell Zion as being a part of the team next season. Not in the future, next season. Yeah, that that's the weirdest part about it is that and was, even and the Knicks were selling Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and they weren't even the fucking team. So that goes to up. show. They I weren't mean, actually. They moved the sign up date to before the draft because they sold Zion. <laughs> they Katie scammed Ky- the fuck out of you. They skimmed the fuck out of me. And then this year, after we won one playoff game, not a series, not a series, one singular game, 
They raised the ticket prices and they followed up with this season. They're going to finish 13 in the East. It's embarrassing. But respect to the Pelicans because they're not using Zion to sell the tickets. But that does make me believe. What are they going to do? But how is it? Have you seen a picture of Zion? Have you heard from Zion's team? Like, no, the weirdest part about it all is the fact that CJ got traded from Portland. And I found out yesterday or two days ago that Zion's been in Portland, like working out and training and rehabbing. Like, not only did you not reach out to him, but like, you guys were in the same city. I don't know. The whole thing. I know CJ probably didn't know that. And CJ's now trying to say that they have reached out, yada, yada, yada. But CJ aside, this whole non-texting thing, which JJ was spot on. Like, if you're a member of a team and you work within a team, it's your responsibility to make sure that new employees on the team are welcome and feel comfortable, especially if you're one of Zion's. Like, we're not talking about Jose Alvarado. We're talking about Zion. Now, Jose Alvarado wasn't listed on the season ticket package either. <laughs> but I do think that JJ was spot on in saying that Zion has a responsibility. It's like an unwritten rule in being part of a professional team sport. I just like, don't have- get like every two months, every six weeks, we have an, uh, an update and it just pushes Zion's foot down the line. Now it's a foot. Originally it was the weight. Now he's like, what do we think is actually going on here? It's kind of, kind of scary. Someone on Twitter, I think put it perfectly. They were like, people are making Zion's dad. People talk about Zion. No, they wrote Zion's dad and Kawhi's uncle should be talked about the way LeVar, LeVar ball was like, they're mm. the ones that are, sticking their foot in the door. Is that who it is? It's Zion's dad that's leaking It's, Zion, it's somebody in Zion's camp. And like Does anyone Zion's... know what Zion's dad's Twitter is? No. I mean, but I, I can feel tell like... you what James Harden's mom's sister's is. Zion's dad Twitter. Because like if I, if I could get source, father of Zion. But isn't Zion like a... That's like, yeah, that's like a... Yeah, I can't find it. If anyone can, Zion Williamson... Last tweet. Let's guess when his last tweet is. What do you think? What's today? February 23rd. Let's go with uh, Christmas. Okay. So 216 a week, a week ago, ago, he retweeted CJ McCollum's stats. 29, he retweeted get ready for CJ McCollum in New Orleans. 29, retweeted CJ Pelican's tweet. Two seven. Here's the thing. Did he go back yesterday and retweet those tweets? from 2-9 which would just make it even funnier but no he's got he's got like retweets from 120 for valentunas i mean is this twitter feed is just the pelicans twitter feed highlighted so i I have no clue what's going on with him i don't even know if i want him to be a nick but like i would i would like to find out I'd like to experience if I would want him or not. Yeah, I'll like to. T- I'll take the chance. I don't want to give up too much. You can I'll have take a 40. test drive. Yeah, you could have Randall. Randall would be good back in New Orleans. They they could use him. Why? Because he's just Zion. Yeah, he's <laughs> the same person. Yeah. Um, what else is going on in the MLB? The MLB, NBA, NBA, NBA. Hmm, NBA. What is going on in the NBA? We've got quite the battle in the Eastern Conference. We do. We've got two and a half games separating the one seed and the five seed. Does it matter? Let's talk about that. Does it matter who gets what seeds? Do we yeah. think home court's really going to come and play a factor here? I, I don't. I just feel I'm like not a, saying from a home court perspective. Right. From a matchup perspective. Okay, but in that case, you, you're not going to be right. Like getting the one could be worse than getting exactly. The two. That's why I'm saying like So that's where I'm saying it doesn't matter. It, no, it matters. But you can't control it. But being it. the highest seed doesn't matter. You can't control that makes it sense. either. Yeah, I mean, I do think home court matters and seeding matters. Like you want to be a top four seed, right? Top four, sure. But after but, that, what matters? And after that, and who's all that matters and you're saying matchup wise, it depends the... on actual matchups, not even like we don't want to play this team. Like some teams will want to play X team and some won't. Yeah, you don't want to play Philly or Milwaukee. That's the that's the thing. I, I mean Brooklyn could look good. Yeah, you don't want to play Brooklyn if they can get out of the play in tournament. 
Which I think they will. Two and a half games out. Of, that's the thing about Brooklyn. That what did they? T- so Ramona Shelburne tweeted yesterday or reported that Katie and Ben are they're coming back soon. They're more weeks away rather than months. They don't have weeks to to get back. And then Sean Marks today said Katie's closer to coming back than Ben, which is obviously more important. And when I say come back, how I mean, does that make sense? What the fuck is Ben doing? It makes no sense. But the whole thing, even I don't believe they're weeks away. I think KD and Ben, Ben, maybe not. I think KD will play in the next week and a half. And I don't consider that weeks. Brooklyn it's doesn't have of weeks. <laughs> no week. Two a weeks week and a half weeks. would be like multiple weeks. One week and a half, not two weeks. There's well, no S a, in week a and a half. A week and then a half would be in the frame of nope. two weeks. Yes. Yeah, but it's not two weeks. Anything over seven days is two weeks. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. 25 hours is two days. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. I mean, that's just how, that's life. That is literally the definition of these. Things. 25 hours is two days. Yeah. It's been. How many hours days. are in two days? 48. So how is 25 equal to 48? Because if you span two days, that's two days. That's days. That's days. If I said if I said you were running for 25 hours, you'd be like, all right, that's two days. No. That's multiple days. It crossed into multiple days. Therefore, anything over you seven days dumb. is you eight days. But my which point is, is... A week and a half is weeks. No, it's not. My point is that Brooklyn doesn't have time weeks they're currently two and a half games out of the playing spot they've got wait where are they they? are they not in the playoffs right now they're the eight seed oh that dude the play-in is who cares as long as they finish seven or eight they're fine you get two shots at it that's what people said about golden state and then they lost the lakers in memphis last year yeah okay and they didn't do it my point is they don't have weeks you don't want it if you get into the play-in tournament that doesn't mean that means you might miss the playoffs. Like you're not in the playoffs if you're in the playing tournament. My point is they're two and a half games back from I believe Boston for the six seed to be out of the playing. They open up with Boston, Milwaukee, Toronto twice, Miami, Boston, Charlotte, Philadelphia. That's between now and March 10th. That would be that's two weeks. That is two weeks. If they don't have that's Kevin two and a half weeks. That's that's 15 days. So is that three weeks? It's more like two, but it is Whatever. more than two. They came out today and said Kyrie might be moving to a full-time employee, which, cool, congrats, he can get his full pay. Um, <laughs> but even if that happens, that's not happening for, again, weeks. Within that... So Boston, what's your prediction here? What are you saying? Because it sounds I'm like I'm saying if Brooklyn wants a shot at this thing, they got to get these guys. Ben and KD specifically back now. They could be the 10. If all three of those guys are playing, they will They will be in the playoffs. Say that one more time. They could get the 10 as long as they are in the play-in, even at the 10. If they have all three of those guys playing They'll for go to 2-0? They will go 2-0. I mean, you know, know that. You know that. My point is between now and March 10th, two, three weeks, whatever you want to call it, they play Boston, Milwaukee. They play all playoff teams in the Eastern Conference. Kyrie can only play half of those games. Mm-hmm. And one of them's at Milwaukee, the other's at Philadelphia. Kyrie by himself on the road of those teams? I don't think so. No, I agree. I think they're going to continue losing, but they could also win 10 in a row once they do get those guys back. And then they go. They've got a road game at Barclays against the Knicks. <laughs> we stink. I don't factor us into anything. I think the Sunday Nets... matinee on national TV against the Nets. That's a Knicks dub. I, I think the Nets will be okay in the grand scheme of things. The question is once they are in and depending on who they play, like how do these pieces work together? Like the chemistry will be all out of whack. That is confirmed. Like how does Steve Nash fit Ben into a system that they haven't been playing with all year long? And will Ben fold in the playoffs? It's going to be fun. See, I would like, outside of March Madness, like take all the March Madness games, all 60, 
seven of them I think there are now with the those plans. Take those, put them like over the span of like a week, right? I'll watch all that. But I could skip the month of March. There's not like too much that's going on in the month of March for me. Uh, March 10th. March 10th. Now that is the one big event, but that's also in question, you know? Yeah, Danny Green, March 10th is Brooklyn comes to Philadelphia. Danny Green on his podcast said not only would he be shocked that if Ben played because, quote, he doesn't want to play in Philadelphia, which, duh, but he doesn't think there will be any handshakes between Ben and the Sixers either before or after the game. Now, But in the tweet you sent me, wasn't there something about Curry and Drummond? He didn't have a, quote, cordial relationship with them on the Sixers at the time. That could all change when they get How to Brooklyn. How could he possibly have a relationship with Drummond? Did they ever were they? They ever never played this? a singular minute together. Right. So I don't buy that. Um I'm still holding it. The only way I'm holding out hope that Ben plays in that game on March tenth is because, like I just said, they need him and Durant back ASAP. Now, would I be surprised if Ben came back before March tenth and then sat down with back tightness on March tenth? No, I wouldn't. But here's the thing, and I've talked about this before on other spots. This is my genuine belief. If Ben Simmons plays a game before March 10th, because he sat on the bench in the garden, and he sat on the bench before, right? And so I said, I don't need Ben to play against the Sixers. I really don't. I need him in the building. I do. I need him in the building. If he is on the bench, that is enough for me to, to take a train down and for us to sit down in the front row in the Wells Fargo Center. If he's on the bench and not playing in the game, we'll lose that game. The crowd won't be into it. They'll be staring at the bench for 48 minutes. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Be- and it will be hilarious. So if he plays... If he plays, we win. If, if he doesn't, we'll probably If lose. he plays before March 10th, the only way, and it's a lock, it's a fucking... The biggest 0.0% guarantee of all time is that he will be out for health and safety protocols. I can he's vaxxed. Get- it doesn't matter. Exposure, fucking he tests positive. You can still – because there's no – you can't avoid going to the game. You can sit out with back tightness, sure. But if you've been on the bench, Abe, there's only one – I mean, the second would be like fear of life, and the third would be like a family emergency. But outside of the – like he's going to fake it's, COVID. It's, it he tried in, doing it for a playoff game. It is in Ben Simmons' best interest to play in that game on March 10th. Hear me out. Get the monkey off your back. Do it. Because if your first appearance in Wells Fargo Center is in game one of the Eastern Conference semifinals, and that's the playoff intensity of the crowd, plus it's their first time getting back to you, that's when shit gets haywire. Get the monkey off your back in a regular season game. Understand what it's going to feel like in the playoffs, and then come and watch Drogic take your fourth quarter minutes in the playoffs. A I don't think it's really come to my mind prior to this moment, but I mean, we're sports fans. We've experienced highs, lows, Philly fans, you know, a lot of lows that come with a lot of the high buildup. If a Ben Simmons, not led, but a Ben Simmons team were to knock out a true Philly title contender, is that? Yeah, it would hurt. It would hurt. That, <laughs> like, that could be the lowest of those it's- lows, right? <laughs> Yes and no, right? Like, like if, if he, like, just, uh, like, let's just play this hypothetical. He tweets the big Fendi, like, I go to my biggest enemy's funeral. Gilbert party. Arena said the same thing. Like, Joel Embiid should watch what he says because, and that's why I'm saying, like, yes and no. Because it would suck because fuck him, right? It The reason why it wouldn't hurt that bad is because, we're not losing to Ben Simmons and the Funky Bunch. Right, right. You're it's losing. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. But that, but that's where it came to my like mind. Like you can, like, you can, if you play a competitive, though. like it yeah, could for sure. If they make it out of the playing tournament, like yeah, you can't hang your head losing a seven game series to Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving at any time. If it's Ben Simmons and the Funk, like if Ben Simmons, if you replace Ben Simmons with Trey Young last year, and that's the team that beat us. <laughs> You're on watch. Yeah, yeah. You're on watch. No, but I still think it would be it would be something. That's for sure. I, I don't want to find out. That okay. I now have a new a new rooting interest in this year's NBA festivities. 
<laughs> I swear, I'm going to become the biggest Ben fan ever. I cannot wait. As long I, as he's, I, I was for years. If he's in the building on March 10th, I will literally, he will become one of my favorite players. And if he's in the building on March 10th, on the court, I need him on the court. I told him, all is forgiven. Uh, shake hands and we can go our separate ways. I'll wish him the best of luck in Brooklyn. I That's swear. a lie, though. I swear because to God. Because you'll still hope that he crumbles in the playoffs. Yeah, but I won't hold it. Yeah, well, I do that for a lot of people that I don't have, like, any personal vendetta for. Like, that's two separate things. Like, I genuinely won't hold over his head him being a fucking bitch coward. And I'll just let him go about his business. I'll root against him as hard as I can. But if he plays March 10th, all is forgiven. Oh, that will be unbelievable. By the way, I looked at those tickets today that you bought. I think it's like a 4x what you got it right yeah, now it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy you know what i should be doing is i should be leaking that he is gonna play driving the prices up and then be dumping them that's what yeah I, I wanted to speaking of which i wanted to look into a little bit of insider trading on behalf of uh governor adams Ooh. are you telling me he didn't place any nets futures before announcing that because that price dropped went from 600 Obviously. to 550 when Cairo and the, I just want to see his bet slips. Like, yeah, if there's there could be in. Do, yeah, politicians. Is there any, yes, is there they any, have to share their stock buys. Not necessarily. I think we all know that. Um, I was gonna say, is there any uh, like rules against politicians and sports gambling? I don't know. It's genius. If I was a governor of a state. Dude, you know how many fucking mask mandates I would impose just to cash in on a little extra cents on a money line so somebody can't play? It's genius. That's why you're not a governor. Eagleson, you're the governor of this podcast, so uh, <laughs> you hop in here and tell me which mm-hmm. one of these is the best <laughs> option. Uh, well, before I, I give it to the fam, mm-hmm. why don't you tell me who's going to win tonight? Um, well, do you want like player props like from underdog or what no. What are you looking for? Are you asking Jack? Are you asking Eagleson for betting advice? <laughs> I want to hear where I went three for four at. last night with my player props on underdog 75%. What'd you guys call you? zero? Didn't you guys call yourselves the best handicappers in the country every time that would we happen are. in football? We didn't call it. We are. So oh, yeah, we are in the making maybe for hockey. <laughs> Wait, so you lost your bet. Yeah. Got it. Right. So don't talk. 75%. Facts. I can't knock you there. (laughs) So I said, uh, all right, you beautiful people, give me the upset of the night and throw a goal scorer in there. Brady Dern. Shout out Brady Dern, who said Embiid, 45 points. Facts. (laughs) What? (laughs) Facts. Um. All right. I'm seeing seeing some common... Themes here, but let's hear from you, Eagleson. We got one, two, three, four, five games. So slim pickings. Yeah, be too there's tough. not. I many think good Jack. I picks. think that you should pick. I think that you should pick. Total up the votes, and then whichever underdog of the night out of the five didn't get the most responses, go with that Take one. Them. Yeah, it's probably fair. But I told you, everyone was on the jackets last night. And they wanted to know today. I mean, <laughs> take advantage of the Leafs, but. Game is bullshit. Um, All right, give upset, it to me. Eagleson. I would say Winnipeg and goal scorer Stamkos against the Oilers. No, I won same game. Same. So game. you would have to pick the Winnipeg goal scorer. Um, jeez. Um, could it be on Dallas as well, or does it has to be from Winnipeg? Because they're playing. I mean, Dallas. we're 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 trying to correlate here. You know what I mean? Uh, Pierre Luc Dubois. I don't know. They don't have the greatest goal scorers so it's probably not a great pick no there's i mean i wish there was better underdogs playing tonight the only other ones are arizona they're garbage um flyers they're usually an underdog nah, they're on a six game losing a few people flyers yeah a few people had the flyers but they lost 4-1 so. yeah they're um all right the so this, this is what people are saying one guy likes the Oilers over the Lightning and McFraud to score. Oh, I like Montreal. A home dog? They're favorites now, minus 115. Oh, I'm just looking at they're how many playing points the they have. I'll give you the most common two, Eagleson, and you okay. let me know. And I like them because they're juicy. 
People like the Yotes and they like the Red Wings at home. Okay, so I don't like the Yotes, but the Red Wings one's actually interesting. I was kind of thinking about Yotes. that. Yotes are Yotes. that was gonna Yotes. be my pick. They're literally the worst team in the league. <laughs> and the terrible. Red Wings, everyone loves them, and Eagleson hates them. They're not a real team. They all right. How do you feel about this? Coyotes and Keller to scores. Keller on the Yotes. Yeah, Keller's on the Yotes. He's actually good. I wouldn't be surprised if he scores, but I can't. It's hard to take them. Lock it in. Lock it in. I'm locking it in. <laughs> I'm locking it. I mean, I have to. Colton, let's go, Colton. All right, Clayton. Colton. This is what I'm taking. I gotta post it. This is what. Let's go, Yotes. This is literally the second worst <laughs> team in the league. <laughs> They're awful. They're literally but the playing Kings in a aren't 5, that 000. good. Quicks 13, They're... 10, and six. The Kings are better. Okay, I'm pretty sure a minute's expired. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta find what was who was the player we just picked? Clayton Keller to score. Clayton Keller. All right, you think he scores twice? Uh, I don't know. Oh, he's that. the number one favorite to score. He's he right. on, he's on a three game goal streak as well. So he's hot. All right, hot. we're in, we're in for the Yotes and Clayton Keller to score. Um, did you want a full minute on hockey? What did you want from us? I mean, I, I, I've definitely got stuff to talk about, but right. that's, I'm not sure if you've had enough hockey in the last 72 hours. I've had that plenty. <laughs> All right, Eagleson, you know the deal. Puck drops. Three, two, one, go. All right, so my Leafs have had a tough few games, losing 5-2 to Montreal, then losing 4-3 to Columbus in overtime the night after. Fun fact, actually, those two are the last two teams to knock Toronto out of the playoffs in the first round. Um, obviously, that's not good. Montreal's the worst <laughs> team in the league. Columbus isn't very good either. So I'm sure Toronto's going to be busy on deadline day. I expect them to bring in another goalie, maybe a winger with some sandpaper. And now with Muzzin's injury, they'll definitely need to bring in another defenseman. It could be a blessing in disguise, though, because if they can put Muzzin on long-term injury reserve, we can do what Tampa did the past few years, and we can have a lot more cap space to work with at the deadline. Um, the Caps have won two in a row. They've been playing well recently. Ovi has dropped to fourth in the league in goals scored total, though, with 31. Matthews has kind of jumped ahead of them. The Flyers, they've definitely continued to disappoint, currently on a six-game losing streak, losing 4-1 to the Blues last night. You know, they've lost me money, and they've looked really bad doing it. Last but not least, everyone's favorite World Juniors tournament has been rescheduled for August, and uh, with the few round-robin games that were played in the winter, they'll get replayed. That's not going to count. And yeah, we'll get some fun summer hockey and... All right, Jack, before we uh, bring him back in, let's try and play our word game ourselves. <laughs> if you were going to take your best stab at what a winger with sandpaper means, what would you say? Winger with sandpaper. It's He's a wing. Obviously a winger, an offensive player, and the sandpaper reference, sandpaper I think he's like a grinder. I think- I think he's like a tough, like enforcer. See, I, I'm actually going to say it has more to do with like how they tape their stick. Like it's rough and they score like dirty goals or something. Mm-mm. Nah, not that. Winger with sandpaper. So sandpaper is scratchy. Yeah, it is. Right? It's nasty. So I think of it's a scrappy, like defensive, not def- defensive minded wing, maybe an enforcer, like a, uh, uh, what's that? Uh, goon. With Sean Michael Evans no, or whatever. I don't think that's the player that really puts you over the top. You need like a vet, a grizzly vet who's going to come in gritty, and have like, experience. Need, like, like, I think a winger with sandpaper is like a Udonis Haslam. No, I disagree. I think it's an actual person that scores goals and contributes. Doesn't score a lot in the regular season, but comes so give me a big the NBA the player comp for a winger with sandpaper. But I would say like a PJ Tucker. Like, I, was, I was thinking him like too. timely ferocious like like could be on the buyout market could go for a second round pick but like could play a huge part in a playoff run i like, like that okay yeah all right I think, I think we're aligned just pick two different players all right eagleson what the fuck is a winger with sandpaper <laughs> you guys were pretty much there it's just like a winger who will go into the corners he plays scrappy like you guys said and uh yeah like jack was right on that he does score a little bit more dirty goals gets in front of the net block shots too. guy like that so it's, Good for it's a player that it's a player that maybe in free agency in the off season that somebody signs on a regular team is just like oh whatever, but like for a contending team that needs one more piece, it's like this guy could put us over the top. Yeah, like I was thinking a guy with like maybe a bit more pedigree than that, like a little bit better, but yeah, essentially that. Like a like so a Matthew Tuchuk. I'm not on. sure if you guys have ever heard of him. He's a perfect example. Who? Matthew Tuchuk. Tuchuk. No. Where does he play? Calgary. Jack, shut up. <laughs> Calgary. Yeah. 
Is he so gonna give score us, tonight? Give us a couple more <laughs> wingers with sandpaper that are on the market. On the market, Why do we care? I mean, I was I was looking at him like a guy like Mason Marchment. He's on Florida. He wait, actually came. Wait, 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 wait. Why are you asking this, Jack? Just curious. You don't know any of these names. I mean, if hockey playoff comes around and we need <laughs> to make some money, you, you got to be prepared for the sandpaper, Abe. I'm a grinder. I don't know what to tell you. You're all pretty going on vacations mm. for your birthday. I'm grinding. You were just in the Bahamas. I'm. Gr- that was months ago. And that then was- Vegas and then LA. And I was grinding. You posted a picture drinking a glass of wine on Instagram. And you're talking about pretty. <laughs> when? Yesterday. Your Cleveland post. Guess Last it was the slide. Channing Fry party. Yeah. You posted a candid with a big glass of wine. Actually like shit LeBron does. <laughs> if you want to talk pretty boy. Well, I was with Channing Fry, so, you know. We're Flex. both the same in that regard. <laughs> Grinding. I think the Sixers need a wing sandpaper. Wing or sandpaper? sandpaper? Wing on the on the buyout market. Yeah, like a Lance Stevenson type would fit you guys well. He's not really sandpaper. Yeah, he is. Like a Nazem Kadri. Yeah, like a yeah. Nazem Kadri. Yeah, like a Nazem Kadri. All right. It sounds like a fucking like nasal congestion disease. <laughs> Eagle Sim final thoughts. Go Leafs. I still believe in you. I'm all in. Hey. Jack, we're just two podcasters with sandpaper, baby. <laughs> Keep grinding, fam. Have a great weekend. Much and if you notice, and if you notice that there's a slightly less hockey post on the Snapback Sports page tomorrow and so forth, that means that Jack has moved his available gambling funds into other <laughs> sports. Snapback fam, much love. Peace.